I now pronounce you husband and... Welcome to episode 27 of the Mutant Musings Podcast. It's the beginning of July, so we'll be discussing some new comics and some news from last month. I'm your host, Jonathan, and with me as always is the Oingo to my Boingo... Betty! Here's your friendly reminder that you can leave us a comment on geekade.com or 1 million to save Wolverine and the X-Men on Facebook. Leave us some feedback on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at mutant underscore musings underscore podcast. We post some of our favorite X-Men and X-Men related images every day. And here's another friendly reminder that we curse like some motherfuckers. So if you're a mother or a motherfucker with some motherfucking kids nearby, shoo them the motherfuck away. You know who I want to motherfuck? Bakugo's mom. Because this, mom. this is the kind of motherfucking language they're going to hear. All right, got to tie that into MHA. Yes. Didn't I, you mention that last time? Um, I think did so. I mention <clears throat> that I'm going to fuck Kachan's mom? I don't. We did. I don't remember, but she's she's really hot. Oh, we were talking about anime next. That's why that's why you brought it up. Oh, and I was just listening to uh, Stacy's mom on the way over here like five times and i'm going to take like some of the sexy stills from that video and put baku mom's face over <laughs> stacy's mom's face fantastic great yeah also uh shortly after this episode posts i think it's going to be a week um so i'm doing uh an article series on anime right now for geekade.com it's called the anime annex and i've done a a few so far i'm gonna do it for a few more months but the next one that is coming out is going to be uh, an article i wrote on my hero academia which is the best show ever created in any genre (laughs) any 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 country any you know whether it be animated or live action it is the best show so yeah so if you guys have never heard of it before it's really popular we brought it up briefly last episode because we had cosplayed two characters from that anime um it was a good time and it's a pretty good show and you know that article will be up and i'll probably post a link to it um on instagram for those of you who follow us on instagram and thank those of you who follow us on instagram because as of right now we just passed 2,000 followers uh, it may or may not stay that way. There's some spam accounts and that kind of shit, so we'll see what happens. But thank all of you because, yeah, I mean, I, I love that we have that account. I have a lot of fun with it. I know Patty does. You can usually it's, tell. It's mostly Jonathan posting stuff, unless I find some shit post <laughs> that I just really need to share. Yeah, and that's how you can tell it's a Patty post. But that's okay. That That one of... Of She-Hulk and Wolverine got a shit ton of likes, so that that was that was very good. Bless. Everybody enjoyed that one. Um, so thanks to you guys for joining us again, and um, especially after last episode, if you guys actually stuck all the way through it, because we spent a good probably 20 minutes bashing just one single comic book, which wasn't a good time for everybody. Although some of you uh, obviously agreed with us and let us know that you agreed with us, but um, I hope you stuck around to the end of that episode, because I wanted to end on like a lighter note, and that's when we talked about the movie. And I hope that you guys actually checked out that interview so you could read the cringe terrible terrible uh just, treatment for that movie it's so funny just yank your fucking eyeballs from your head and eat them into outer space Did you say eat yeah you got outer space yeah eat them since you, when the fuck eat. has that become a verb it's it is a verb i thought You're that just, was just an exclamation no i mean it can be you can use it in multiple ways it's kind of like fuck it's becoming the new fuck <laughs> I'm I'm one of the I'm one of the Yeet kids. Yeet is the new fuck. Yeet is the new fuck. You remember when Poink was the new Bamf? I remember that. Yes. I'm gonna have to po- post that. <laughs> I remember that specifically. I think it was an issue of Uncanny from a couple of years ago after Gold Balls was introduced, and it, the title of it was Poink is the new Bamf. I okay. I don't remember that title, but also um, yes, yeah, Snicked 
Also, a good verb, snicked. <laughs> you know, it's the noise that Wolverine's claws make. Yeah, I know, but that's how would you snicked somebody? You like, know, you... you know, I was, I was, I was walking down the street, oh. right? Okay, no, this is this is a real story. So I was walking with my dog, and I'm just carrying this this bag of dog shit, right? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out, not like I'm gonna keep it for posterity. Where are you going? Okay, so I was I was uh, walking, and uh, there was this uh, rose bush, and I didn't notice it. <laughs> And it was it was on the side that I was carrying the dog poop on, and it just snicked the bag of poop. The poop got stuck on the rose bush, and I was like, "Well, eat that motherfucker! I'm keeping that there. I'm not doing it. I'm not dealing with this." What the <laughs> fuck are you talking? About? How oh, did you, you asked me to use it in a sentence? I told you an anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a shitty anecdote, Patty. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, everyone. All right. Uh, so enough of that dog shit. So we're going to be talking about <laughs> some up. comics, right? All right. So, so yeah, so we got a few comics to talk about. First one up is Multiple Man number one. Uh, and right off the bat, I was very happy to see that the New Mutants Dead Souls were used outside of their own title going on right now. I like that I could call it the New Mutants Dead Souls, like they're the Dead Souls squad. Um, I feel like it's very hot topic. And it kind of works with Magic's aesthetic right now. And Guido, too. Guido? Why? Because He's got his soul back. Yeah, but he didn't at one point. He, yeah, but that, then, okay, no, then you know what? Then I don't want to call it that, because that's mean. I feel like that's rude to bring up how somebody lost his soul and then had to get it back. You know, it's like a traumatizing memory. I you know guess. what I mean? Yes. Like, okay, so if... If that dog shit had ended up all over you, oh my God. you know what I mean? Oh my God, if that, if, if the bag snicked and it <laughs> yeeted all over you, we wouldn't want to talk about those thorn bushes anymore because it would bring up fucking uh, bad memories of dead souls, you know? You understand what I mean. I, I, I you can't it. see her face now, but she, she gets it. I get it. All right. So, uh, so anyway. All right. So, so the whole thing is the new mutants dead souls get multi, they find multiple man and, uh, bring him back to beast lab because he's not doing very well. Um, and I just wanted to note this, and I had to note this in afterwards because of the the post that you found of the move, I'm gay, which is wonderful. I'm glad we can still have a laugh over that. Move, I'm gay. Yeah. Richter just, like, pushes all beast shit out he of the way. He eats it. <laughs> he just, he's just like, beast, I need, I need room to put down this man. I'm just carrying this man. Yeah, we and... don't want him to get a yeet infection. We got to get oh all that God. stuff out of the way, right? <laughs> so Beast is like, okay, just be careful. And Richter's just like, yeet! And just, you know, like one of those like overly dramatic sex scenes in movies mm -hmm. where they're just like, fuck all this shit. I'm pushing it all off. We're going to fuck right here. It was like one of those kind of things. It's <laughs> messed up, though. He's like... Un All right, never mind. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going that way. All right. So so fine. So there's there's a multiple man that is somehow alive. We know he's been dead since um since the beginning of IVX, right? The Terrigen Mist killed him. All the dupes. Fine. But somehow there's this one that's alive, and he wakes up and he's you know acting funny or whatever. And so it's it's okay. A little bit of humor. I like that. But we find out that he's some sort of sciencey dupe because he's been trying to conduct some sort of experiments. And what I thought was weird, though, I still think it's weird, is that somehow he figured out a way to keep himself, you know, alive, even though the Terrigen Mist was sickening him, right? He figured out a way, but Beast, the super fucking genius, couldn't figure it out in all the months that he had around IVX. 
And I know he was in maybe like this containment chamber. Containment chamber, but still, somehow it was affecting him, and he was dying. And it's still, it's just it. it yeah, I, think, I don't know. Like also, okay. So this is the thing with like mini stories and stuff like that. It doesn't tell you exactly when this issue took place or how long of period it took place over. So this could have been like say a week after Scott died or something. So that's one thing to consider, even though it is like I, I do, um, you know, make a lot of like excuses and stuff for writers not mentioning certain things because. To be honest, they can't really think of everything, and it's only going to be five issues. Also, I don't think we've seen Jamie Prime die before, so we don't know what happens to his clones, if they can still be self-sustaining without him, Mm -hmm. or if they become the new Prime, or, like, what exactly happens. So, um, I'm offering those as temporary solutions, (laughs) if we get one, or if we don't, whatever. Well, okay. So the first, the first thing you said, I, I, I would see, but we're seeing the new mutants, uh, you know, functioning now in current continuity. True. So I don't but think also, they were put together back around to the time that Cyclops died. But like, died. how long ago was that? Like in months? Has it been mentioned? Because comic book time moves very slowly. I, this could be like a month after Cyclops died. Yeah. No. And I guess I agree with you on the comic book time. But the more plausible thing that I that I see you bring up is like we don't know what happens when Jamie Prime dies, or if that was Jamie Prime. He did exactly. tell. He did tell Scott, like, no, this is me. This is Jamie Prime. I'm the one who's dying here. Like we we saw that, but that doesn't necessarily I mean feel that like it's true. There were other times too where they couldn't tell who the real prime was probably um yeah i feel like i remember that and um, we, we know that the dupes have functioned independently of jamie right. prime we know that dupes have died before a few of them right, have died right. a lot of them so I, I don't know what's going on with this it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way but i don't mm. <laughs> yeah I'll you want to rub me the right the way r- baby okay thank you you're welcome thank you I don't want to harp on this point too much. It was this was really the issue that I had with the book. That that was it. Otherwise, I thought it was fun. It was weird, but it was it was a lot of fun. You know, Jamie is, you know, trying to just function like things are normal. He's talking to Ilyana. I like this. Uh, she's wearing a Susie and the Banshees shirt, which is a real band. They were around from like the 70s and 80s. And also Banshee is a character. Yeah, yeah, so topical. Um, they covered a song by the Beatles, and it was a really dope cover. It was a cover of the song Dear Prudence. I love that song, and Susie and the Banshees did a great job. But this stinks. You know, Jamie's trying to act like normal, but he's he's dying. Beast tells him the organ failure, and then, you know, he just starts freaking out. Like, I can't die. I, I can't die. Um, so, okay, fine, homie, we get it. You don't want to die. But then he takes this big fucking globe thing and bashes Bishop over the head and grabs his time travel device and just, like, travels into the future and then there's another band reference from the 70s and 80s uh when bobby is like uh turn off the oingo boingo and hank is like i'm not listening to oingo boingo so not that i'm like a connoisseur of this band or anything but they had a great fucking song go youtube that shit called dead man's party it's like ultimate fucking 80s it's an amazing song and it sounds like dead souls right exactly dead man's party dead souls perfect yeah tie in so what I didn't know about them is that Danny Elfman was the band's leader, and his name might sound familiar because it sounded familiar to me. Um, he does he did the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack, he and did. I did not know that he was in a band. Yeah, 
and he did a shit ton of soundtracks yeah. too. And like the few that I wrote down here are just like, you know, okay, so the 89 Batman movie, the 2002 Spider-Man, Goodwill Hunting, Age of Ultron, um and like a ton of others. So that's yeah, those crazy. aren't even like particularly amazing soundtracks. I mean, they're like <laughs> I mean, the 89 Batman no, no, soundtrack. Shush, shush, shush. Those movies aren't like known for their soundtracks. Okay. Except for like Batman. Batman. Okay. The other ones like, eh, like I think he might have done Pirates of the Caribbean, but I could be wrong on that. No, I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. So he's um, won awards though. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's like really fucking famous. I just didn't know that he was in a band. So that's yeah. news to me. So there you go. Um, all right. So then, so then there's another dupe that I guess traveled back from the future and they're starting to fucking fight and then the one absorbs the other and so yeah because one of them is like let's do this thing we need to do the thing whether i die or not yeah and then the other one was like no it doesn't matter if you die we need to not do the thing because it will fuck up everything (laughs) we don't know what the thing is yeah we don't know what the thing is and like the whole bunch of dudes just show up we got a we got cable but it doesn't really look like cable but then we got a deadpool but he got a new suit but then we got yeah, and claws, and then we get a uh, fucking Hulk and a fucking um, cloak. cloak, but the cloak is white, and so you're like, all right, what the fuck? Yeah, so it was it was really weird, and there's like a short battle, and like the line that I loved is the Darth Maul goth. So for all you Star Wars fans out there, if you haven't read this, go fucking read it. It's fucking Darth Maul goth, and guess who he says that to? Ma- Magic Dead Souls. So I thought that was an amazing reference. Um, and then we find out they're all Madroxes. So this is all really weird. It's fucking Madrox Deadpool but and Madrox Hulk. how did get a Hulk Madrox and- <clears throat> Hulk, though? That's like, uh, whatever. We'll, yeah, well, he can transform, we, I guess. We'll figure this out, I guess, as we go along. Hopefully they didn't introduce this just to be like, well, we're not going to explain this. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when they made all the versions of Deadpool, there's like Cat Pool, Squirrel Pool, yeah. Hulk Pool, Panda Pool. Um, dog, dog pool, dog pool, Deadpool, lady Kid Deadpool, pool. fucking love her. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's what they're going for. Uh, I know that this raised a shit ton of questions, um, and, you know, obviously answered like none of them. It's just a mini series. We'll find out. I enjoyed this for the most part. I don't know. I, I just, I, I wanted to know though. Why is the one like we need to do this? And he travels, you know, to the future and then one travels back from the future and he's like, you know, like, because it they like they might not be from the same timeline or whatever, uh, or there could have true. been like you know some kind of butterfly effect kind of bullshit. You know, it's just like one small change. You know, so maybe they thought that they knew what the control factor was, but maybe there were other elements. I don't know. You know, we'll we'll. You're so sciency. I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it was it was a good issue. We'll see what happens. Uh. Next, we're gonna be talking about Cable number one fifty eight. I love this issue. Mainly because X-Force. I've been enjoying this story going through uh, this this current volume of Cable. I know Patty has not, but I love this because of the X-Force throwback. Obviously, right off the bat, though, it kind of raises more questions about Metis. And I'm going to keep saying Metis. I'm you know at what this. it reminds me of? What? I don't know if I mentioned this before. Do you remember uh, the fucking commercials with Diabetes? <laughs> yeah, we did. And we made yeah, we literally we the, made the, the beatus joke. The dia the, the diabetes the metus and beatus yeah, the me- yeah, yeah, we, yeah, 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 we did that. We did that a few months ago. Uh, yeah. But I'm looking at okay. it and I'm like like why would they agree on this name? You know, why would a writer go to editorial and be like, Yeah, Metis? Like I'm thinking like this is some some jerk it is just sounds like, like meta. No, but it's like Metis. It's like it's like you, you remember you remember you remember Jack. 
He met us at the diner that one time. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Come on, you remember Jack? Are you sure he met us there? Yeah, he met us there. I'm going to push you he into us, the road. He met us. Yeah, right? So I'm thinking, like, met us? No, just it's, it's meet us, all right? Uh, so, yeah, so so I'm funny. Uh, but it's weird because it opens up with Cable and these kids running away. And then it's like, is Cable hallucinating that Metis is there? Like, tell me this thing is going to turn out to not be real or be like a part of Cable that he can't control or something. Um, so, you know, another question raised we didn't get an answer to. And I only bring that up because really there's one issue left and then this series is ending. So we better get all of our fucking answers next issue. Um, but again, why I love this issue, the throwback to X-Force and how well they fit all of this in within the context of early 90s continuity. Like, this scene between Cable and quote-unquote Domino, I remember reading this as a kid, and then, you know, Cable's trying to build this fucking danger room, and then Deadpool shows up, and that's hilarious. And it all makes sense that X-Force can't really fight the guy, because they haven't really fought together much before. You know, Warpath had just joined the team, Feral had just joined the team, Shatterstar had just joined, you know, Sam obviously has been there for a long time, but these, these characters haven't worked together. So I really, really like that about this. I mean, the only part that I liked about this was, you know, seeing early X-Force because I love them. I love all of their costumes. I love the colors. Everything about them is just so fun and colorful and poppy. Just like, you know, the early 90s with those like fucking like the windbreaker windbreakers. Yeah. You know, like the fucking neon ones that are like really yeah. obnoxious and just like pitch patch together like five different colors. Don't just call like them obnoxious. It's a part of my culture. <laughs> Um, I, I really loved, uh, Boom Boom's first outfit. I would like to cosplay that at some point. I really don't know what's going on with this story. Like, I just forgot a lot about what's been happening. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't gone back to read them because fuck it. His (laughs) books aren't good. I'm not going to read it a second time. Well, and to be honest, a lot of this stuff is self-contained issue by issue because really it's, it's Midas that... That's the conflict, you know? So it's like, it, it, it sort of matters what happened last issue, but like, not really. So I don't know. I just, I really, I, I've been liking this, um, this take on Cable for the past few issues with this creative team, but I particularly like this one because of X-Force. And then Warlock shows up, and this was creepy as fuck, because you know at this point in uh, mutant history, Warlock is dead, and relatively recently dead too considering comic book time. He had been dead in the comics for like a year and a half, which is obviously much less than that when the story is taking place. Cable can't tell the team that, oh, it's not me that's projecting this warlock. This is actually something bad happening. And just warlock was so fucking creepy. The smile on his face, his dialogue, just the glow in his eyes. It's just so fucking creepy. Yeah, and so, you know, obviously... Cable helps the team out, and they drive Midas off, and he's like, you know, oh, don't make them pay for something I did. I'm like, well, what did you do, Cable? Like, again, more more questions raised that needed answering. But, um, you know, it kind of sucks at the end of this issue, because they're all like, what was that? And he's not telling any of them. Like, bro, if you want to be a leader, if you want to have your team's trust, like, you're in charge of them, like, you need to tell them something. And this is also what makes it kind of fucking weird, because, you know... Obviously, this happened in the past, so these characters saw this thing. Nobody has said at any other point in time, Hey, Cable, remember that time when we were training and that fucking warlock-looking thing came and fucking had its hentai tentacles and was slapping us in the face with its penises? You know, like, what was that all about, you big lug? Like, it's it's just kind of weird to kind of retcon sort of this thing in there. But I did, again, I did really 
enjoy this issue. Um, but it's about, like, trust issues. This guy needs to fucking trust people and let go of his big 90s angry fucking muscle balls. You know what I mean? Muscle balls. Right, muscle balls. You have nothing to play off of that? <laughs> I gave you muscle balls, and you just sit there like you're waiting for more. He got borrowed titties. <laughs> God, that's all we... All right. All right, fine. Um, fine. No, I just... <laughs> I I understand that, like, this is supposed to be, like, kind of, like, an intermediary issue. I don't know what I'm saying. It's, like, an in-betweequel. In-betweequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. You're quite like, the cunning linguist. Thank you. <laughs> so, of course, there's going to be things that don't necessarily tie together or whatever, but I don't know. I, I don't care enough about this series to defend it in any way, shape, or form. That's so. okay. You can attack it, too. Okay, so, um, <laughs> yeah, this series sucks, and, uh, that's, that's it. You know, Cable's gotta, you know, go to fucking therapy, learn how to express his feelings. Cause he's they didn't have that back in the 90s. a big boy repressed man. Yeah, but they didn't know yeah, how to do that in the there 90s. Was, there was a lot of stigma about, uh, you know, going to a therapist in the 90s. So, maybe, maybe that explains it. Sounds like that Cable needs to connect with a therapist, am I yeah. right? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Fuck Cable, I have Fios. <laughs> Alright, fine. So, anyway, well, we're going to be talking about the next issue, because it's the last issue. Wait, so... he's the link to the past. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, next up is X-Men Blue number 30, which I did not like. So, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put Ugh. that out there. Yeah? Good. Now you're going to see how it feels. Oh, wait. I don't remember whether I like this or not. Just talk about it first, and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll remember. So so Jimmy is trying to run away from the team because he's got the, the poison. And for those of you who didn't read it... That's a band reference also. Uh, yeah, nice. I, how do you like that? So uh, so for those of you who didn't read the whole Venomized series, it was, it was interesting. The X-Men Blue team, you know, we know that they showed him off in space dealing with the venoms and the poisons, but, uh, you know, Jimmy actually got, like, this venom symbiote attached to him, and then the fucking poison got on him and can take control. That's how that works. It's comic book logic. So, I, I listen, I don't care about Jimmy. I don't. Oh, I never, he's, he's I never read the hot, sexy, blonde nope. iteration of Wolverine. I give Those no. Those are fucks. all of the things that you like. I, I give <laughs> no fucks, whatever about about Jimmy Hudson. I'm going to tell you why. And this is this is on. I'm going to take full responsibility. Listen, yeah. I never decided to go and read the Ultimate X Men line of comics, so I don't know this character. And they've given him potential in this series, but they haven't done very much to make me care about him. And that sucks, because Colin Bunn is a good writer, but, like, a lot of X-Men Blue has just felt very meh or throwaway. And that's how I feel, like, Jimmy is just kind of, like, this empty character. So when Ken shows up and wants oh, to fucking oh, stab him, I'm like, I'm like, yes, go ahead, please. Stab the fuck out of this guy. You, I'm sorry, you <clears throat> said that Jimmy was empty and then Ken showed up. <laughs> So stop trying <laughs> to make fucking incest happen. Did we talk about the supernatural yes. burlesque on, oh. on here? Oh no, we didn't. That was great. <clears throat> so we um, saw, they they do a cosplay burlesque at at Anime Next every year, and so two of the burlesque dancers, these two dudes, um, you know, were supposed to be the Winchester brothers, and they kissed on on stage. And all of these fans were losing their shit in the crowd. Like, incest is suddenly acceptable. That's that's okay. Well, okay, it might have been two different characters. I mean, to be honest, they all look the same. 
So what? I don't know. Did they say it was Sam and Dean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So they they like stripped each other because uh, <laughs> like one of them was having a problem with his belt. So the other one's like, oh hey, I'll help you. And they end up like taking each other's clothes off. Right. And then and then at the end, like you know, they like slap each other in the back or whatever, and then bring it in <gasps> and just make out. And I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of people were cheering, and I'm like, incest is okay now. Okay. Um. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Oh please the, no please explain I will explain how incest okay. is okay they they are they are from Kansas <laughs> um neither the actors who play Sam nor Dean are actually related uh-huh. they're just two hot guys uh-huh. and uh, okay. the burlesque the burlesque dancers are also not actually related they're just two guys just making out and you know what's to not cheer about all right, fine, whatever. I'm pretty sure Jonathan is going to divorce me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, fine. Um, so here we are. So we've got Deken and we've got Jimmy fighting. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like the team, obviously the blue team isn't going to let him, but they run away and they manage to fight. And honestly, I did like that about this issue. I will say that, that the fight sequences were awesome. Watching the two of them yeah. beat the crap out of each other. Mm. It was really kind of cool to see... Um, Jimmy designed as, like, you know, the poison and, like, you know, being able to, like, shoot fucking body parts and shit out at the Ken. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go ahead. You know, and then they're throwing swords at each other and, you know, it's, it's, Ken is getting his ass beat and he doesn't want to let up and it's, and it's fucking great until the blue team shows up again and Iceman freezes them and is like, nope, you guys aren't going to get free. I can ice up faster than you can break out of there. And, and then Gene, Gene's like, "Oh, let let Jimmy out. I'm going to talk yeah, to him. Let's, let's go take a let's go take a nice, lovely little stroll." Let's yeah, go take a walk, and then boo. you know, um, they they show oh. um that fucking uh, meme from Arthur about him just like you know making a fist. They did that, but with Scott. So like you see them, you see them walking <laughs> around away, and you just see like Scott's fist clenched. Like that Arthur meme. Do you guys remember the Arthur meme? That was a good one. It still happens um, every once in a while. I have not seen it in years. <laughs> so they had a cute little talky talk. Jean's like, I know what it's like to, you know, not be in control and like have this space force. <laughs> space force. What? <laughs> okay. We'll we'll come back to space force. Um You did that on purpose. I did not do that on purpose. I swear <laughs> to fucking who? Who do I swear to? Oprah. I swear to Monica that <laughs> I did not do that on purpose. So Jean knows what it's like to have a space force. <laughs> so, and she's Jesus like Christ. she's like, baby, baby, baby. Hot, hot blonde Wolverine, it's okay. You can you can do this, and Hot Blonde yeah. Wolverine is just like, fine. I can do this. I'm gonna go walk off in the and, sunset. And she's like, yeah. she's like, I won't, I won't hold you back. Stupid. I, I hate to see you leave, Why? but I love to watch your ass. This is so stupid. I hated it just to watch that, just so they could have this cute little fucking stupid Sh- moment. Oh shush. my god. You shush. Oh my god. You know what shush. though? You know what? Yeah, fine, what? fine, fine. I'll I'll forget it. Cause you know why? Why? Do you know why I'm gonna forgive it? Why this is all okay? Why? Because DeKen lays out Magneto's plan. What is Magneto's plan? He's going after Emma next. And he tells the team, and the fucking kids are going to go defend Emma fucking Frost. We are going to be talking the fuck out of the next issue because fucking Emma fucking Frost is going to be in. So goddamn happy she's going to be in it. And this series, this series, we're going to talk a little bit more about this later, but this series is ending soon. 
So she's got five issues. Five issues to be redeemed. So come on, Marvel. Come on. Give us well, Emma back. Even if, even if it's Give me not, my Emma back. Even if it's not in the next five issues, yes. it's going to, you know, happen at some point. In the next five issues. <laughs> is what you're saying. I mean, they're replacing <laughs> it with Uncanny, so she might be on the... I mean, she's been on Uncanny teams. You know, we, we don't know. We don't know for sure that we're getting an Uncanny, but we can keep speculating about that. It's going to be Uncanny. Um... So, I don't know. I, I just, I felt kind of mad after reading this. But like I said, this whole thing about Emma being in the next issue makes me happy. Um, I'm looking at this, though. I'm like, you know, if, if you want us to care about Jimmy, though, give us more focus on him. And now he's walked off into the sunset. But there's there's Bloodstorm, right? Give us more uh, focus on her. Give us a her. reason to care about her. I you don't know want what I mean? her. <laughs> take her back. I kept the receipts. I want to take her back. What the fuck? Okay, but, but, but before we continue. What? Can we get can we get Jean Grey to lead the Space Force? <laughs> you remember you remember when that was going around on the internet where people were like, Can somebody please ask him about our relations with Wakanda? Like I'll pay five hundred bucks. I will double that. I will pay a thousand dollars if somebody says, Can we get NASA scientist Jean Grey to lead the Space Force? But but <laughs> but we have to pretend that Jean I mean Gene can be a man's name. I've never actually heard a girl's name, Gene, but well, okay, one time. So Gene is usually a man's name. So we gotta oh, like, play it gotcha. off. Like G-E-N-E. Like, yeah, we gotta play it off like this is a man because <laughs> this is Donald Trump and you know, he does not respect women. So we'll just play it off that Gene is a white man. No problem. He's going to be leading the Space Force. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, last new comment we're going to talk about is X-Men Gold number 30. The wedding issue, right? The wedding issue. Okay. How fucking mad am I? Because, okay, so I... Tell me. Have, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have chronic pain, so I don't usually sleep through the night. Usually I'll wake up, like, one or at least two times mm-hmm. during the night. You know, instead of, like, being, like, and, like, tossing and turning and trying to go back to sleep, I'm just, like, fuck it. And I just go on my phone for, like, an hour before I try sleeping again. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, like, scrolling through Facebook, and it was 3 o'clock in the fucking morning on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and somebody had posted a spoiler already. And I'm like, okay, so, okay, so here's one thing. Marvel ruined it on tuesday by posting that mr and mrs x yes with the image of rogue and gambit so they spoiled that part yeah, they did on this. tuesday which was like at least wait two fucking days until thursday they do this kind of shit in advance though they they do it because and, and they claim it's because they don't want shit to get leaked out or whatever but it's really annoying they're leaking they it kind of stuff i know that's what they're saying they're, that's what i'm saying they're trying to take control and do the leaking before somebody else it's does. it's fucking bullshit and i hate them <clears throat> um okay <laughs> but that's that's one thing so i was already going into this on wednesday being like pissed off, pissed off yeah. and being like okay i have to wait you know another like eight hours to get my hands on this book to be able to read it and i already know that you know that gambit and roger can uh end up together so maybe um gambit's gonna pull a dick move and propose in like in somebody else's wedding which is really shitty you don't do that that's really fucked up so um and then i'm like okay so that's 
obviously something that Gambit would fucking do. You think so? Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, for Rome, he's, maybe. He's, he's Gambit. Yeah. <laughs> um, he would think it's romantic, and it's not. Then I see the spoiler that somebody <clears throat> posts this thing saying, yeah, Kitty, Kitty left Colossus at the altar. And I'm like, you motherfucker, I am going to drive over to your house and fucking just punch you in the dick. Yeah, seriously, this, it happened to me twice on, uh, Wednesday morning, uh, right around 1030 in the morning. And I'm like on two different X-Men groups. And I'm like, seriously, like delete this. My, my fucking comic shop isn't even open here yet. And people posted the big fucking spoiler of this. And of course, you know, I reported it to the admins and they got deleted, but still like, don't be that person. I'm, I'm sure you people listen to us are not assholes that would do this kind of thing. I know we're not perfect all the time, but like, consider this. This was a big fucking spoiler. I'm probably guilty of posting a couple of minor spoilery things before, but like, take into some consideration, like, the gravity of this. This was a huge fucking spoiler, but we'll get there. Anyway, enough, enough griping about that, but let's get to, let's get to the actual issue, which for the most part I actually liked. And it was handled really well, because they open up with the throwback to that issue of Uncanny after Secret Wars, and Colossus, you know, had fallen in love with, I don't know how you say this, Zashi? I I thought it was Zashi, that's how I was saying, I don't know, whatever. That's fine. You know, like, this almost the same, it's that same exact scene between Peter and Kitty, where he's sort of breaking up with her because he fell in love with this fucking healing woman on some fucking foreign world you know what i mean and it was just it was a great throwback because then you contrast that to them in uh current day and they're sitting in the same spot and they're having a similar conversation but obviously it's a positive one so it was just it was really nice i loved the artwork how everyone was not just drawn but how they were all dressed you know everything was very fancy and like upscale like gorgeous. i saw this pointed out on tumblr that laura kinney was actually dressed in a suit like she was supposed to be one of Colossus's Good. grooms. Or not grooms, what are they called? Groomsmen? It's uh, like a wingman. <laughs> groomsman. <laughs> the purpose is a little different. <laughs> uh, those are kind of like opposite purposes. <laughs> yeah, sort of. So anyway, um, and I, I love this though. Lockheed shows up and he's got a family all of a sudden. Oh, so cute. And, but this reminded me of that annual, and I read it not too long ago, where Lockheed helped repopulate an entire race of alien dragons by having sex with all the ladies there were no more dude dragons so he had sex all it was it was it was great and you know something is is shitty when Ilyana is having that conversation with kitty and i don't Yay. i don't disagree with her that if it was supposed to happen by now it would have happened and you Lesbians. then you see then you see that look on shadow cat's face and it's like here we go it's it's not gonna fucking happen you know and then kurt's like I want to propose to Rachel. And this is so much stop. fucking stop. You, if you're at somebody's wedding and you want to propose, you would take, you take that ring. Yeah. You shove it so deep in your anus. But he wasn't going to do it then. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> just in case any listeners think that's just, that's romantic or something. No, it's not your day. It's not about you. You get <laughs> right. the fuck out of my house. All right. Now this pissed me off. Wolverine showed up. I'm like, what? He's like standing on top of a building. And it's like, Godspeed, kids. Be good to each other. Fuck you, asshole. Where the fuck have you been? Yeah, Why and, are you hiding and, on a rooftop? And fucking send them something. 
Yeah, you know, they have a registry. I thought he was being mind-controlled or some shit. Somebody fucking, like, let him off the fucking leash to go see fucking somebody drive off in the distance? Like, it just made me so angry. Made me so angry. And he should have he should have just fucking gone to the wedding. Like, God, if Wolverine is alive... He should have and... smelled the bullshit. He should have smelled the bullshit coming. You know what, what I mean? What I'm saying is, if Wolverine is alive and he doesn't come to my wedding... But he still like looks at it. Wait, what? No, <laughs> no. I'm gonna I'm gonna Wait. find that motherfucker when he when he shows up again and he's like, oh hey guys, I saw you, um, you know, drive off to your wedding or whatever. I'd be like, no motherfucker, I am going to drown you in fucking adamantium. You should snicked him. Is what I'm you should gonna do. snick to that motherfucker up the ass. Or you should snick him right in the yeet, right yeah. in the right in the yeet hole. Yeah, that's All right. right. All right. So yeah, so here here we go. She phases. She phases. She phases right fucking, right fucking through yeah, the ring. Yeah, And then she's gone. And she just fucking falls under, underground. And then Kurt takes Colossus away. And then, bleh. It's just, bleh. But, uh, and they're, like, you know, drinking at the bar or whatever. And Gambit's like, well, it's a, it's a bad day to, you know, waste this. So I'm going to propose to Rogue. Okay, listen. No, no, stop. I'm going to stop gonna you. marry Rogue. I'm going to stop you right there. Because this was sweet. This was sweet, okay? Two things here. First of all, first of all. Storm, I wanted to point this out, because I love how Storm said, better that they realize it now than years down the road. Great, I'm fine with it. But she's going on about, like, you know, you have to be hungry for it. You have to, you know, realize you don't want to spend a day, another day away from this person. And then that's when Gambit realizes it. Yeah. That was sweet as fuck. That was he looks, cute. He looks at Rogue, and he's like, you see this look on his face? Like, yeah, he gets it. He gets that, that she's right. I don't want to spend another day. Away from her. So he gets and he fucking proposes right there, and then they get married. And I, like, laughed out loud at this. I did. Because it was so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. Even though some of this issue was just, like, rage-inducing. But it was it was ridiculous. It was hilarious. I, I loved I loved this issue. It, it, was, it was great. It's leave it to the two of them to spur the moment fucking, you know, get married right there, like, on the spot. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes because it's obviously we're going to talk more about it in a little bit. It's not the last that we've heard of the two of them being together. So whatever. So yeah, again, this was this was kind of kind of spoiled. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Somebody posted that panel of the ring going through the hand, but I sort of realized it and scrolled past and then you know reported it. But still, I don't know. Now there's a rumor that Shadowcat is maybe by. Yes. And I'm like, there's uh, plenty of evidence to support that. Um, so maybe. So we'll, I have we'll all see. the receipts. <laughs> all right. So did Marvel's own spoilers spoil the wedding for you? Are we having connectivity problems with our cable because of trust issues? Do you want to go back to the future with multiple man? You stick around, McFly, while we take a quick commercial break. Tired of nerdy websites doing nothing but reporting rumors? I heard Matt Damon is going to be Joker in the next Batfleck movie, and they're calling it Goodwill Joking. Aren't all these websites just reporting the exact same stuff anyway? Pissingcool.com says no. Well, they are. But Geekade.com is a website designed for fans by fans. If there's a geekdom for it, Geekade has got you covered. Video games, comic books, wrestling, TV, movies, and much more, Geekade.com has staff writing articles, recording podcasts, and uploading videos all for you, their fellow geek. Well, forget Think Geek. More like Think Geekade. Visit geekade.com today and tell us, what's your geek? Hey, you love the X-Men, which means you probably love X-Men art and merchandise. 
I wear my baseball caps backwards, just like Adam X. Then you'll love the Facebook page, One Million to Save Wolverine and the X-Men. Is that anything like the Adam X fan group I belong to? There's only two of us right now, so we're currently looking for more members. Videos, news, art, and merchandise are all available on One Million to Save Wolverine and the X-Men. Need to cover up that unsightly summer body? Then we've got you covered. Not Adam X. He's all muscles, baby. 90s muscles. Check out One Million to Save Wolverine and the X-Men on Facebook today. All right. So uh, so we got a, a bunch of news. Uh, first, obviously, is Mr. and Mrs. X. Which is such a stupid fucking title. I hate it. I hate it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I, I hate it. I'm burning it. I'm over it. I'm done. Really? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's stupid. It reminds me of that, the... The movie, Brad Pitt and yes, Jolie, Mr. Yes. and Mrs. Smith. That's yeah. what it's supposed to be. That's stupid. I think so. I hate it. I'm just, I'm mad that this is what X Classified was supposed to be, you know? Cause is this what X Classified was supposed to it's, be? This is. This is. Yeah. And there was even, like, it's not just like, oh, well, yeah, it probably is. No, Marvel even put out a thing to, like, retailers that, like, this is what that was going to be. But this is interesting because when we were at Comic-Con last, last year and they revealed the Rogue and Gambit miniseries, Axel Alonso was like, oh, this might be potentially more than a miniseries. So this is what he was talking about. So this is featuring the married adventures of Rogue and Gambit. So here's the thing. Be mad at the name, and that's fine. I don't disagree with you, but... It's going to be written by Kelly Thompson, who just wrote the Rogan Gambit miniseries. And I don't know about you, anyone else out there, I really liked that miniseries. At first, I thought it was really cheesy and hokey, um, and I ended up fucking loving it. So I think Kelly Thompson is a decent writer. She's, you know, pretty fun, and I'm kind of excited. Again, stupid name, maybe. The premise is kind of silly after what just happened in that wedding issue, but I'm not upset about this. I am excited. I thought that the miniseries, you know, was cute. And I want to see what more she can do, um, given, like, an ongoing. Because, you know, you're kind of... I mean, obviously, you're limited. It's a limited series. So... She had all-new Hawkeye. And I thought that, right, that was right. kind of fun. And that didn't, yeah, you know. I, I really liked that. But um, I'm interested how this could be, like, an ongoing series yeah. of just, like... I'm sure it's not going to be just the two of them. But I mean, we'll we'll see. Um, they're they're both obviously really popular characters. A lot of people ship them together. I mean, you know, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it's you know a fun, lighthearted title. Yeah, I just and that's the thing that we said about like the miniseries. Like, I kind of wanted to see that as an ongoing, and I'm like, but how would that work? We were talking about this like months ago. You know how how would an ongoing work just featuring the two of them? I guess dumber things have happened in the past. And it could potentially turn out to be really And, like, good. there's an Ant-Man and Wasp series going on. Like, I, I mean, that's... I know that that's because of the fucking movie. Yeah, but, it is. And it's um... also, it's a miniseries, too. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's only a miniseries. It could be wrong. I'd like to at least see them following them on their honeymoon and whatever kind of shenanigans they get themselves into. That's true. Like, I mean, and, like, yeah. I don't want to watch them fuck when no? I say, yeah. <laughs> no, she just wants to watch dudes fuck. <laughs> That's great. That makes me feel great as your boyfriend. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, like, that, um, you know, um, I, uh-huh, I yeah, mean, uh-huh. okay, so I want to... Try wanna, not to choke on those words, Patty. I want to... <laughs> it's not that I don't want to watch them fuck. That, that's not, like, the main point that I was trying to make about wanting to see them on their honeymoon. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> just, like, imagine if they, like, 
uh, fucking vacation in like Madripoor for some reason or Japan or one of the other like fucking (laughs) stupid place, Genosha. Like, (laughs) I just, I just, I don't know. Where do you think they'll go on their honeymoon? Genosha? Mira, yes. (laughs) Mira (laughs) Island. That's not romantic. Yeah, but Madripoor is? There's there's good parts of Madripoor. Uh huh. That's what they say. There's there's you know it's kind of like uh, the Palo Alto. You know they got the like fucking swanky like twenty million dollar mansions, and then you got the people who are dying. <laughs> it's basically it's basically America. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, the next piece of news is the Weapon X Force lineup was revealed. So we've got Sabretooth. We've got Omega Red, Lady Deathstrike, Domino, and Mystique. And I am fine with this lineup, but I am not at all fucking impressed by any of this being revealed. That don't impress Honestly. me much. No, it really don't. It, it, it really yeah, don't. I don't know why they were keeping this like under wraps. Who cares? Um, most of these characters were on the... Yeah. X-Force. Three of them already were. We lost... Yeah. We, we're, we lost Warpath. We're losing Warpath and Old Man, Man Logan, Logan. And it's being replaced with Omega Red and Mystique. And we already kind of know Omega Red is moving this way. And then, so really, the biggest reveal was Mystique. And it's like, oh, really? Mystique on a team with a bunch of killers? Color me fucking surprised. So, the thing that I am most interested about is, are we going to see the Baby Tiger <laughs> in this Weapon X-Force? I fucking hope so. Because um, that's what I'm sticking around for. No, I I am really interested in this. I made a joke online, just on my Facebook. I didn't post it on Instagram or anything. So there was this interaction between Victor and Omega Red. Omega Red had the nanites in his bloodstream that would, like, kill him if he didn't follow directions or whatever. Mm -hmm. So basically, like, Suicide Squad kind of thing. And he was supposed to kill victor right was it victor i forget who oh no no no. he was supposed to kill some lady who was helping yeah who was helping the mutant cause and you know he's like getting this radio from the guy who wants him to kill the military lady and he's just like you know it says to victor like oh uh holds tiger (laughs) thank you you know at risk of omega red being like terminated or exploded or blown up or whatever Victor's like, we can get the nanites out, but it's gonna fucking hurt. And Omega Red is like, there's nothing you can dish out that I can't take. And I'm just like, ship. <laughs> just like, I'll fucking, I'll fucking ship them. And Lady Deathstrike helped too. She did help too. You want to ship She's, all of that? Is that a ship with yeah, a cannon? I'll, I'll fucking, <laughs> I'll fucking sail with that ship. You know, we got the, uh, we got the Tentacle Boy. And we got the uh, sharp. We got the scratchy boy. We got the scratchy boy. The borrow titties. Uh, borrow titties all around, except for uh, no I'm lady not... Deathstrike. She's got uh, lady. She got t- actual titties. Yeah, she got she, she got, got lady titties. She got lady titties. I'll, yeah, all right, that's fine. But um, so yeah, so so they basically are you know Sabretooth and Omega Red are a couple with uh with a cat, right? Yeah, like lesbians. <laughs> See, and they're gonna move in together, and you know. Second date, they're going to tell each other they love each other. Old man lesbians. Yes, basically. <laughs> Great. So anyway, that was a fun detour. Uh, so this lineup is going to start with issue 22, 
Um, I'm curious to see how this goes. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. But again, it wasn't that surprising, you know. They could have they could have done anything, they could, anything else. I don't know, other than just Mystique, you know. Yeah, we don't like Mystique. <clears throat> I'm not a big fan. She's a great villain. Don't get me wrong. I just I'm not. I don't like her. All right. So anyway. Uh, we're apparently going to be getting another Iceman ongoing. Yeah. With the original Iceman writer, Cena Grace. Uh, it's going to be launching in September. Uh, the new series finds... So the synopsis is... The new series finds Iceman investigating the murder of several of the sewer-dwelling mutant Morlocks and what seemed to be killings done for sport. Who better to help Bobby Drake investigate a serial killer than the X-Men's resident detective... Guest star, Lucas Bishop. So, fine. Buddy cop, team up. All right. Cena Grace says, Exploring identity is a huge theme in this series, and Bishop's a perfect character to have bounce off Bobby. Mm. Not only because he's kind of more straight-laced. I put the accent on that. I'm like, straight. he's more straight-laced than Yee. Iceman? All right. But because he's also this guy trying to establish himself in a world he's not from. Like, he's had decades. Yeah. He's had little yeah. decades. Let's, let's get the spotlight off of Bishop. Yeah. I'm not, like, upset that Iceman is getting another ongoing. I just feel like it's it's so soon. It's the same writer. I'm, I'm trying to hold on to hope, you know? I don't want it to do poorly. I kind of liked the last series. It did have a lot of flaws, though. It, it really did. Um, it seemed kind of kind of corny but i like i know that it's an important title to be out there i like Iceman as a character i like what they're trying to do with him now and i want it to do well and i think that this is an interesting premise because yeah you know fucking straight laced bishop you know contrasting with kind of goofy Iceman, and the more we're gonna see the morlocks you know yeah it's, it's gonna be interesting so i'm holding on to hope that it's gonna do well i'm very interested i really enjoyed the last Iceman series that we got, I feel like some of the things were, like, a little bit too stereotypical. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, Yas Queen. Like, I'm like, okay, nobody, like, out of the closet is going to say that, like, two days after. Well, this is you a, know, I mean, I know it's a comic book, but, well, like... not just that. There's a gay dude writing it. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, so... You know, maybe, maybe. I mean, that's kind of like in the vernacular anyway. But like, no, I get. I feel like it's like kind of weird to see Bobby say that. I get exactly what you're saying. Like, there's just like something a little bit off. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. That he's just like owning it too quickly. Listen, I don't have the experience of a gay dude, <laughs> so I don't know. But I get, I get what you're saying. That it was a little weird to see that almost immediately. And like, I was just checking comments which it since got deleted because i fucking reported him and was calling him all kinds of names on this um x-men group somebody posted a painting that they did of colossus and iceman making out and uh this guy was saying that like oh you're going to hell or whatever so i was just Jeez. dragging him for a while Christ. yeah so he got banned yeah or he deleted his comments but okay. i feel like his yeah yeah so if you uh if you're going to be homophobic anywhere around me, I am going to fucking drag your ass. <laughs> like, for real. Like, I don't play with that shit. So, don't say anything bad about this series or I'm going to punch you in the dick. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Not you, the well, listener. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I hope I don't have anything bad to say about it, you know? Like, I don't want to see any X-Men title fail. I'll sit on here and I'll gripe about some of them and I'll be like, I fucking Greg hate this. Land. stupid. 
Yeah, you know, well, no, that's him as a human being and an artist. He's just bad. But, you know, I want to see... I want to see X-Men titles do well. You know, Mr. and Mrs. X. I want to see that do well. I want to see Weapon X do well with this new lineup. I want to see Iceman do well. Um, but, you know, when we eventually talk about it, like, if there's shit to bitch about, I will. Um, and anyway, sometimes I like when... I really like when we have differing opinions. So then, you know, we can kind of get, like, a different perspective on it. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Again, it's coming out in September, so we got a little while before we get to talk about that. Next is the return of Wolverine. What? He's coming back? What? All right, so... Uh, like a phoenix from the ashes. So, uh, we've got all these miniseries going on right now, but oh. there's another one that's going to be coming out Didn't when these are done. we talk about this already? Yeah, but now we also know something else. What's that? His claws, once they're popped, they can heat up. They can get really oh, hot. Are you fucking kidding me? And so, so I even saw Charles Soule on like Twitter say, like, listen, just just wait to see how it's done, like the nuance of it or something like no, that. No, it's stupid and I hate it. <laughs> I'm I'm done. I'm sorry, Charles Soule. I'm divorcing you. You're dead to me. Um, I'm removing you from my will effective immediately. I'm going to see my lawyer right after this. Listen, he is a lawyer, so you can go see is him. He? He's a lawyer. Yeah. Why? We found that out a couple of years ago at a convention. Um, he was on the panel with well, Sana Aminat. Fucking paying attention. Yeah, he's a lawyer. Okay, um, well, I'm not, not only, going to see him as a lawyer. I'll n- see Saul. Not, not only that, but um, I didn't fact check this, but it looks like he's got a website where if you pay him five thousand dollars, you can just sit and hash it out with him. <laughs> it's just like whatever it is. He should pay me five thousand dollars. <laughs> Listen, I don't for know if this. that's. Don't don't start giving the guy shit. I don't know how true it is, but I saw it. Five thousand dollars. You can and he's like, you can pick the place, but I have to like approve of it. If if it seems like seedy or whatever, or if it's like in your basement, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he's pissed off some people, honestly. No, I'm like, what what the fuck is this? His claws can heat up what because he was in hell now? Is that Wait, why? Was, or was it was was it Charles Soule, the one who I like called out at Comic Con? And they tried to change the subject so he didn't have to answer it. For what? Because I was like, um, I would like to start by asking why you kill all everybody. Yeah, he's that the was, one who kills everyone. Yeah, yeah. And somebody changed the subject because he looked annoyed. <laughs> and yeah, I just I just called him out on his shit. I called him out to his face. I had him sign a couple of issues of uh, Red Lanterns, and he had killed like one of my favorite Red Lanterns, Ratchet, the jellyfish one that I wrote an article about, and like this was around the time he had killed Wolverine. I'm like, why are you killing everybody? And he just gave me some sort of whatever answer, but I still got your signature, so whatever. Um, no, you know the dude has has done some decent work. Like honestly, he's, he's not... like always hit or miss. So whatever, yeah, I, I know, but. This is annoying. Like is this they're gonna, gonna look like fucking hot dogs. He's just gonna have three hot dogs in each hand. I just I hate it. I hate it so much. And but that sets up so many sex jokes for you. I know he's got and six flaming protrusions coming from his fist, Patty. You know what? Do you I, know how much material that gives you? I don't even give a shit right now because That's of nice. how offended I am. That's sad. Just. Yeah, when he Patty would think about this. When Patty can't make a joke about fisting, about flaming, about hot dog-like protrusions, <laughs> if Patty can't make jokes about those things, we know that we need to save up $5,000 so we can hash it out with Charles Soule. All right, so X-Men Blue and X-Men Gold are ending. So X-Men Gold 36 is coming out on September 19th. 
September 26th, we are getting X-Men Blue number 36, and that's going to be it. And I fucking knew it. And I was just saying this to one of our friends on Instagram recently, uh, Carlos, that I knew gold was ending. And I'm not surprised that blue is ending. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you why. So, like, the, in the, like, small little liner notes or whatever, if that's what they call them at the bottom of, like, the credits page, you know, it'll say, like, publish monthly or publish monthly except for whatever other months where it's, like, ships twice. X-Men Gold, it said, like, through September. And then there was nothing. And I'm like, huh, maybe this is going to be ending in September then. And X-Men Blue, the kids, they're, they're gearing up to send the kids back. I, I guarantee so this you. So is, this is the thing that we were thinking because I've been seeing people for a while say that uh, Gold and Blue are ending. And um, Have you really? I haven't seen anybody else say that. Yeah. Uh, we thought it was going to be replaced with the X-Men Confidential. Like, whenever that came out. Oh, the X-Classified? Yeah, yeah, the X-Classified. That's what we we figured was going to be the new Uncanny. Yeah. And that was going to be replacing Blue and Gold. But if that's just going to be uh, another Rogue and Gambit series, like, we're, we must be getting some other X-Title. I am so, certain we're getting Uncanny. Yeah, we're, we have to be getting Uncanny because it can't just be astonishing. It's not good. Yeah, but that's changing. I know, I, think, I know. I think next episode, ne- the next episode, we'll be able to talk about it. It's coming out soon. It might be coming out the day that this goes um, up on the internet, actually. Astonishing number 13. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, no, absolutely, you're right. We've got Astonishing, and we've got um, X-Men Red. And, oh, right, right. Yeah, you know, Weapon X. Like, all right, but like we, we fucking need Uncanny back. Uh, yeah. I'm certain we're getting that maybe October, sometime later on this year. I guarantee you we're getting that. So the only other piece of news that there is to talk about is... Pizza news. Pizza news is the Gifted Season 2 release date. That sounds like a hot piece of pizza. What? (laughs) I don't know. Gift me with some pizza. Yes, can you gift me pizza? Yes, send it to us at mutant underscore musings (laughs) underscore podcast. So there's this place, Blaze Pizza. Okay, it's a chain. (laughs) What the f- And apparently they have vegan cheese. So if you could send us one of those, that'd be great. (laughs) All right, so The Gifted Season 2 is premiering on September 25th. I am hoping we get more than 13 episodes for this season, but they have, as of this recording, not released any of the episode information, how many episodes, and all that kind of good I'm stuff. I'm so excited to see Polaris be just a bad girl. Mm. Just, I just, yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Love the Cuckoos. Love Polaris. Yep. Anyway... Yep, excited for The Gifted. I'm glad you are, too. But we have to finish up talking about Legion. I know, it's been been like a month since it ended, but it didn't make sense to discuss it on the last episode when we were talking about Dazzler. So we we can talk about it a little bit now. Obviously, you guys know that Patty's not a fan of the series. I love it. I think it's great. Um, I think it was interesting the way that it ended. So it's really just two episodes to kind of talk about. I just jotted a couple of notes down of like the big things that happened. You know, we had Melanie kind of taken over by the Shadow King and fucking with Sydney and trying to make her hate David. And then finally, when Amal and David come face to face and they have that animated fight, I loved that. Because that's such a fucking throwback to what happens in the comics. You know, when like when like Xavier first fought the Shadow King, you know, and they're in, like, their astral forms, and they're, like, you know, wearing armor and shit like that. Space Force. That's <laughs> That's what this reminded me of, you know, this animated fight. I thought it was really cool. 
Um, and as we're watching it, I Patty's felt like, like it looks so cheap. <laughs> like I, I like the idea of it, but I feel like the execution just was not there. You know what I mean? Like no, it I looked cheap, but I loved the idea. Like I, I just. You seemed so offended that I said that. So I was just like, no, just kidding. It looks great, honey. No, you didn't say <laughs> no, no, I just didn't kidding. say that. I was offended because it was right in the middle of it. You didn't even wait until like it was over. You were just like, this looks so fucking cheap. I'm like, stop. <laughs> like, we've been waiting to see this shit happen. And it's finally happen- happening. And you're just it's like. It's the final countdown. You're like, I'm just going to fucking take a yeet right all over it. Like, it was. Uh, I'm so upset. You're not even using that word correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it, I thought it was great. You know, um, I love Lenny. You know, I thought she was gonna actually shoot somebody, but she just shoots this bullet away, um, and it kind of knocks Sid and and David out. Yeah, she and knocks then, like, it into the uh, the the big fork thing that like yeah, mitigated but, their powers. But this was so stupid. This was so stupid. The fork is like standing right up. Like, the fucking Vermilion robots are right there. Right by the fork. The Shadow King walks over. Vermilion runs away. If any one of those stupid, mustachioed robots had just given a little tappy-tap to that fucking tuning fork, the Shadow King wouldn't have been able to do shit. But instead, they run away. And then a fucking uh, Legion just uses his powers so rapey Oh, we'll, and, we'll we'll get to we'll okay. get we'll get to that. I'm sorry, but I gotta I gotta mention this okay, because mention it. David actually had the chance to fuck up the Shadow King. And do you remember when he took that rock and was just like beating his face in? Yeah, that was so satisfying. That was sexy. It was weird to see. It was I felt so uncomfortable watching it. Oh like, no, it this turned is me amazing. On. Yeah, it was, I was great. Like, this I is, loved it. This is amazing. But yeah, what Patty was about to get to was. The D- David messing with Sid's mind and like fucking with her head and then like being rapey with her. This was really messed up. Well, he did rape her. Yeah, and like he like changed her mind like and messed with her memories, like made her like, love lying. him. Yeah, and like lying to everybody to like get his way. Yeah, and and so you know the sex that they had was completely you know not con- consensual. Consensual, right? So, and, and she used that phrasing. She said, you raped me. Yeah. And like, the thing is, is like, he doesn't get that he was in the wrong. And this is what's so weird about this season, because like, you know, David's acting kind of fucked up, but you're following him all this way. And you, we, you feel like we're going to get to a point where we're going to see him vindicated for all of his actions, but it doesn't turn out that way at all. They kind of... Like, all the other characters lay it out, and you see how David's been fucking with everyone this, like, all this time, and then, yeah, this was, like, the catalyst to it, where he fucks with her memories and, like, rapes her, and he just, like, can't understand, but then, it's not just left there, you see him in his own head with the other personalities in there, and that was amazing to watch. We talked about this the last time we talked about Legion because, you know, there were only a couple of episodes left and we're like, we know they're getting a third season. What's going to happen? Who's going to be the villain? Like, Shadow King's great, but let's see something more. Maybe he can fight with himself. Well, now we're seeing that. You know what I mean? The only thing that's, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck now is this, it, are, are, like, is the division going to be working with the Shadow King? Like, are we just going to kind of forget about what Amal has 
done this whole time, how he's fucked with people too, like taking over their bodies to get his body back. You know what I mean? No, I, I understand. Um, and that was like confusing because the trial happened like after that, right? The trial happened like right at the end. Shadow okay. King is like coming in and like you think he's on trial. Right, right. Then but he goes it was, to sit down. Yeah. He, so here's the, the thing that I wanted to mention about this is that, you know, we've had shows like this before. Um, the two that I mention a lot are Dexter and Breaking Bad. So the main character is not a good person. Right. But you still, like, cheer for them. Like, you want Dexter to get away with murder. Like, even though it's, like, really weird and you feel weird for thinking that. I don't feel weird. Okay. I love Dexter. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're almost done with the first season. So, And Breaking Bad, like, you know, you want him to get away with it. Even though, like, he consistently gets more fucked up as time goes on. But with this, so I was talking about this recently, too, because in My Hero Academia, they're giving this one character a redemption arc going on now in the manga. And there are, like, a few things that I can't forgive in, like, villains or whatever. Because, you know, I'll be like, I love Phoenix, you know? She killed an entire planet of celery people. Okay? Like, that's fine. You know? Genocide. Whatever. You're vegan. You should I, be caring about those celery people. So, so, but, oh, like, no, you know what? You probably eat those celery I people because you're vegan. Um, so that's, like, one thing. But, like, when it comes to rape or, like, spousal abuse, like, I don't, like, you, like, immediately lost me. I have zero sympathy for you. I hope that you get a screwdriver rammed up your ass. <laughs> like an electric one so now, that you can just get, like, drilled up your asshole. <laughs> just perforate all your fucking organs through your asshole. That's what I hope happens to you. And I get you. And see, so so that's the thing. Like, like I love this show. I want to see where this goes. I love this character. I think this is interesting, what they're doing now. How... You know, it's not just mental illness and it's not just mutant power that they're blending both together. How do you redeem this character now? Because throughout these two seasons, you're you're basically cheering for him. He's like the hero of the show. You know what I mean? So how do you how do you come back from from those actions? You know, like how are they gonna explain that? I'm curious to see. But like after this like final episode. Like, I know, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Like, you know, it's one of those things you, like, don't forgive. How are they going to try to redeem this character going forward in the next season? What are they going to do? I don't know. They're going to, like, blame it on one of his personalities or whatever, and he wasn't in control or whatever. But I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, I listen. I, I get you. I get exactly what you're saying. And Like, and I think that they went, like, too far. You think you know? so? But, like, I feel like... I feel like this is what was similar. Something happened in uh, Game of Thrones, the show, not the books. So in the show, there was a scene that was depicted that was supposed to be consensual. In the books, it was consensual. And in the show, it was clearly not. But there were still people arguing that it was consensual, even though she kept saying no and pushing him away. They, there were people legitimately arguing that it was not rape. Yeah. So, you know, there are those people and, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, just kind of, like, excusing it. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't know. This is a really fucking weird, uncomfortable, and fucked up thing to do. So, again, how do you redeem a character now, having done that? And you might be right. They might just blame it on one of his other 
personalities in there taking control, which is almost kind of like a, a cop-out way of doing it because it's a really fucked up subject. Um, but again, I liked this. I liked the show. Uh, I liked this season. And that end was just really messed up. And I don't know how to feel about it now, but it's over. And we got a long time to wait before we get a third season of it and get any sort of answers. Anyway, that will do it for this episode of Mutant Musings. Thanks for joining us, and don't forget to leave us a comment on geekade.com, 1 million to save Wolverine and the X-Men on Facebook, leave us some feedback on iTunes, and follow us on Instagram to check out some of our favorite X images at mutant underscore musings underscore podcast. Are you married to the idea of another Rogue and Gambit title? Are you happy with the way Season 2 of Legion ended? Join us next time when we'll be talking about new comics and some classic comics. Until then, Darth Maul Goth was right. Yeah!